The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that winds its way through history one day at a time. I'm Gabe Luzier, and today we're looking at a breakthrough in portable timekeeping, a watch that ushered in a wave of progress and was then promptly swept away by it. The day was January 3rd, 1957. The Hamilton Watch Company introduced the first wristwatch powered by a battery. The watch, known as the Hamilton Electric 500, was announced in style at an elaborate press conference held at the Savoy Plaza Hotel in New York City. More than 120 reporters were on hand for the event, and the watch's press release was published in more than 500 newspapers nationwide. At the time, a watch that never needed winding was like something out of science fiction. Hamilton leaned into that futuristic theme, both for the watch's overall design and for its advertising campaign. Electric watches were the wave of the future, and the Hamilton Watch Company was the first to get there. Humans have been devising different ways to keep time since the dawn of civilization but no method proved as precise, reliable, and intuitive to use as the mechanical clock. It rose to prominence in the 16th century, and many variations on its design soon followed, including smaller, portable models called watches. But through all those improvements and iterations, the inner workings of mechanical clocks stayed more or less the same. They all featured the same basic components and worked in similar ways. For example, Inside the average mechanical clock, you'll find a gear train that's designed to turn the hands of the clock at a precise rate in order to keep time. That action is traditionally powered by one of two mechanical systems. In a larger clock, the gears are driven by the weight of a swinging pendulum, while in smaller clocks and in wristwatches, the action is driven by a coiled spring known as the mainspring. The user would turn a knob on the exterior casing in order to wind up the spring, and then, as it slowly unwound, it would produce the energy needed to turn the gear train and keep the watch running. 
That entirely mechanical system remained the only way to power a clock or wristwatch until the advent of electric batteries in the early 19th century. However, it wasn't until the mid-20th century that batteries could finally be made small enough to fit inside a watch. Once that advancement was made, watchmakers raced to be the first to bring a battery-powered watch to market. The Hamilton Watch Company ultimately won that race in 1957 with the Hamilton Electric 500, the first commercial watch operated by a battery, or as the company put it, by an energy cell no larger than a shirt button. It's worth noting though that while the Hamilton watch was powered by a battery, its inner workings were largely mechanical. The old reliable gear train was still in there, turning away, only now it was driven by a battery instead of by a mainspring. In that way, the Hamilton Electric was a transitional timepiece, a stepping stone between old-school mechanical watches and the digital quartz ones that would revolutionize the industry less than a decade later. Although its time in the spotlight proved all too brief, the Hamilton Electric made a big splash when it arrived on store shelves. The main appeal, of course, was the futuristic idea of a watch that never needed winding. But the watch's striking design was a factor as well. Although Hamilton had played it safe by launching the Electric 500 with a traditional circular case, the company quickly released a number of more radical styles, including the angular, Art Deco-influenced Ventura model. There was no practical purpose for its unorthodox, asymmetrical shape, but it looked unlike anything else on the market, lending further credence to the idea that electric watches were the way of the future. The Ventura, and several other ultra-modern Hamilton designs, were the work of a popular automotive designer named Richard Arbib. He carefully coordinated all the features of each watch he designed, ensuring that the strap, case, dial, and hands all reflected a sense of vitality and progress. Those qualities were especially attractive to forward-looking celebrities such as Elvis Presley. He famously wore his own Ventura watch on the set of the 1961 film Blue Hawaii, prompting many viewers to go out and buy one for themselves. Another fan of the Ventura was Rod Serling, the creator and host of The Twilight Zone. He could be seen sporting the watch during many of the episode's introductions. The watch's retro-futuristic design continues to pop up in sci-fi TV shows and movies to this very day, including in all four films in the Men in Black series. The Hamilton Watch Company spent 11 years developing its first electric watch and beat its competitors to market by just a few months in some cases. Unfortunately, in its haste to be the first, Hamilton rushed into production before the technology was fully ready. As a result, the Electric 500 was saddled with some serious issues. For starters, its much-touted battery didn't last very long, so even though you never had to wind it, you did have to replace the battery fairly often. Being the first watch of its kind led to other problems as well. For instance, most watchmakers hadn't been trained to service battery-powered watches, so if something broke down, it was often difficult to have it repaired. All that said, Hamilton Electrics functioned well enough, and over the course of 12 years, the company managed to sell about 350,000 of them. In the end, it wasn't a flawed design that killed the world's first electric watch, it was the introduction of quartz crystals. 
By the late 1960s, watchmakers had found a way to use vibrating quartz crystals to regulate an electric signal. That approach eliminated the need for the complex gear trains that had long been a staple of both mechanical and electric watches. Quartz watches and clocks were still powered by batteries, but their movements were much more precise than mechanical ones. They were also cheaper to maintain and required far less energy, which made the batteries last longer. Electric watches simply couldn't compete, so in 1969, Hamilton threw in the towel and ended production of its entire line. Later that year, though, the company rebounded by moving its operations to Switzerland, where it joined the Swatch Group, a luxury watch manufacturer that still produces Hamilton watches today, both mechanical and quartz. In that way, even though it's no longer the watch of the future, Hamilton's influence on fashion and pop culture keeps right on ticking. I'm Gabe Lussier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you'd like to keep up with the show, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any comments or suggestions, feel free to send them my way at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.